Hey, Michigan, let's talk golf. Here's Mike Sullivan, the most inconsistent golfer ever. In your life have you seen anything like that? And Kyle Bogey, wait, how can a guy with that name host a golf show? We'll never know. Better than most. It's the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Powered by our presenting partner, Hall Financial. Welcome to another episode of the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast presented by our friends over at Hall Financial. And uh, man, what an unbelievable finish to the PGA Championship this past week. Um, I, I think there were a lot of people that were were hoping that Mito would would actually be able to win it, even though obviously not a household name, not a guy that you know people really are are tuning in for. And I think, unfortunately, as you saw with some of the uh, the, the ratings in the third round and fourth round, um, third and final round, I should say, just not up there. I mean, obviously, when you guys have guys at the top of the leaderboard that aren't really you know, names, unfortunately, it's going to make it tougher for people, the casual fan uh, to tune in. But uh, for JT to do what he did, literally eight shots back with 10 holes to go uh, and just go nuts uh, and end up winning it in the playoff over Will Zalatoris, um, you know, just another notch in the belt for JT. And of course, good for him to get a second major. Um, he talked about that a lot. You know, he got his first major and then there's that big long lull period where you start to wonder, are you going to be able to get another one? And you know, huge credit to Bones, of course, uh, for what he was able to do, giving him a little bit of a pep talk, you know, a boost in confidence, uh, if you will. But Justin Thomas has, you know, I mean, we talk about this all the time as far as golfers are concerned and their ability and what they're capable of. Justin Thomas might be, when, when he can get hot, I don't know that there's anyone that gets as hot <laughs> as Justin Thomas over, say, a 9, 10, you know, 12-hole stretch um, and just rattles off birdie after birdie after birdie after birdie. And, and that's literally what we saw, especially in the back nine uh, at the PGA Championship in that final round on Sunday. Just incredibly impressive stuff, confident swings, um, being aggressive, you know, driving that par four in the playoff. Um, an unreal performance, and obviously this should be an indicator that a heck of a lot more majors are, are going to be coming for, for JT and Bones, especially them two together uh, as a duo, which is exciting as well. But I did feel bad because, you know, as you're watching the, uh, the, the final round kind of wind down and the playoffs getting, getting started, I did have a soft spot for Will Zalatoris, has not won on the tour, but has been exceptional in some of these major performances, has been up there in some of the bigger tournaments as well, and hasn't gotten over the hump and actually won. You, you see the videos of you know, him and his, his hands shaking uh, you know, as the putter is kind of moving back. Um, so little things like that makes you want to root for the guy. Plus he's like 140 pounds. So it's amazing how far you can hit the golf ball. But, um, I, I feel bad that he wasn't able to get it done, unfortunately, but, you know, certainly good for golf that JT was able to get out there and, uh, and get a really nice win. His second major championship, uh, in his career. And obviously I think a heck of a lot more to come, but, um, unbelievable finish. And obviously we can get into Tiger and what we saw out of him, uh, ended up withdrawing, uh, after the third round. And, you know, honestly, I'm surprised he even made it that far, but, um, can get into that in just a second. But look, before you even start looking for homes, you need to get your five-star certified pre-approval from Hall Financial. Hall Financial created the five-star certified pre-approval with one goal in mind to get your offer 
accepted. And I'm literally in the process of going through uh, the five-star certified pre-approval right now. Henry Doe did a great job. I got all the information he needed. He got the information back to me. Boom, five-star certified pre-approval. And I'm currently on the market looking for my next home right now. So uh, the team at Hall Financial, all over it, going to take great care of you and and make sure that they uh, get you the best rate possible. And obviously, uh, we know you know that rates are are uh, creeping up a little bit, and certainly that's something that we got to keep our eye on. Hall Financial going to keep you in the loop on what exactly is going on with the market here and moving forward. Hall Financial can even connect you with a top realtor in your area. If you're buying a home, you need to make Hall Financial your first call. Get pre-approved today from the mortgage company with nearly 5,000 five-star reviews. Get your five-star certified pre-approval now at 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. And, uh, you know, really appreciate Hall Financial, the entire team. Uh, we do some work uh, on the marketing side with Hall Financial and, uh, you know, just been a great relationship between Brand 25 and, of course, Metro Detroit Golfers as well. So uh, really appreciate that. And, of course, uh, it, man, I'm out there in the market for a home and uh, it's competitive. It's crazy right now. Hopefully, uh, I'll be able to find something uh, <laughs> and, and find something sooner than later. But uh, as I mentioned, Tiger ended up withdrawing from the PGA Championship after the third round. Um, just not, not a very good recipe for a guy who you know, has screws and, and whatever else uh, in his leg, has had multiple knee surgeries, has you know, back issues. People don't even talk about the back anymore just because of the leg. Um, but when it's cold, it's rainy, it's nasty – um, going to be harder for Tiger to go out there and play at peak level and for him to make the cut and battle and, you know, get through the third round, even though it was a painful watch, uh, on Saturday, that's obviously a credit and a testament to, you know, his mental aptitude almost, if you will, his toughness, um, which is not a surprise from Tiger, but definitely a good thing that he ended up backing out. Obviously, He's going to give it a go uh, at all the majors. That just seems to be what he's going to do. He's going to need to get stronger. He's going to need to play in warmer conditions. Um, you hope, obviously, with the U.S. Open coming up and, of course, the Open Championship at St. Andrews, he's stronger and, and more equipped from a, a physical standpoint to take on those tournaments and be able to go out there and play peak level o- over a four-round, four-day um, tournament. But you just never know how many more you know opportunities he, he's going to have and when he's actually going to have not only his best stuff, because he can still strike the ball incredibly well, drivers, you know, solid for the most part, but when you're feeling off physically or it's too cold and muggy and nasty um, for you to be able to get around on the golf ball and just stay loose and stay warm, uh, going to be very difficult to win a PGA tournament, let alone a PGA championship. So um, give him all the credit in the world, but the right decision, it certainly seemed for him to withdraw after three rounds. And again, hopefully, you know, U.S. Open coming up, the Open Championship, he can get back out there and uh, and perform and, and hopefully have a, a few more uh, pun intended swings at uh at this so you know we'll see want to see him get a few more majors but um you know it it, it's going to be on any given weekend he's going to have to go out there and just everything's going to have to fall in place you know somebody's not going to be able to run away with it you know there's so many good golfers out there he's going to have to be in physical you know condition that warrants his ability to you know go out there and strike the ball at the the peak level and then he's got to have the short game and hit some putts and things like that so it is a perfect storm of things that need to happen for Tiger Woods here, um, you know, and 
I don't know. We'll, we'll see, obviously, moving forward. But excited to see him out there uh, over the next couple of months, and hopefully he can make a few more cuts, which is impressive, by the way, uh, in and of itself. So um, either way, a, a great weekend for golf. Um, great to see JT get that second major championship. And, of course, uh, hopefully there's many, many more uh, that are going to be coming here. But, um, you know, it, it, just unbelievable it really is to to see – what these guys are able to do uh, on a golf course, because I wish I had that ability uh, to go out there and hit some of the shots uh, that these guys do on a weekly basis. But uh, that'll be enough yapping from me. I I wanted to get to a special feature that we're going to do this week on the Metro Detroit Golfers podcast presented by our friends over at Hall Financial. You guys know uh, Ben and Chad over at Golf Leadership Academy. And, you know, we have been working with them and, you know, they're an exceptional partner and and great friends at this point. Always love sitting down and and grabbing a beer and talking golf with those guys. But um, they are, of course, trying to continue to grow their YouTube presence. Uh, MDG has just been huge uh, in in being able to do that. They're now over a thousand subscribers on their Golf Leadership Academy YouTube channel. So uh, wanted to feature them this week on the Metro Detroit Golfers podcast. They are doing a series right now uh, on their YouTube channel. Again, Golf Leadership Academy. Uh, it's called the Best Damn Ball Striking Series Ever. And they just posted part two. We actually had it in MDG and on the social channels as well um, all week. And I want to at least play the audio. You guys aren't going to be be able to see it visually, but if you want to go to the YouTube channel, please go ahead and do that. Either way, the banter between Ben and Chad and and really the advice, uh, you know, and things you can work on as the season is kind of ramping up here, all valuable stuff. So I want to throw it to, uh, it's like just over five minutes of Ben Bakken and Chad Elledge of Golf Leadership Academy taking you through the best damn ball striking series ever. And this is part two of that series. And again, please go subscribe to their YouTube channel, Golf Leadership Academy. Really want to help these guys out. They are unbelievable. And if you're looking to, uh, you know, improve the swing, you know, get some advice, get some solid tips. These are the guys that you want to go to. So uh, please, you know, enjoy. And uh, obviously, I hope everyone has a great, great Memorial Day weekend golf season. Uh, It's almost, despite this weather, it almost feels like it's officially here. But here you go. Golf Leadership Academy, Ben and Chad with the best damn ball striking series ever, part two on the Metro Detroit Golfers podcast, presented by our friends at Hall Financial. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us for our best damn ball striking series ever. This is series two or version two of things that you have to do to hit it higher, longer, straighter. Basically, you stop the army call to left, right, left, right. Yes? Yes. Last week, you talked about the free swinging motion and how important it was. What about today? What do we next have to do to hit it back? You got to shut yourself up. <laughs> That's what you got to do. So uh, quiet mind is a thing in golf. So we're not saying that you shouldn't think about anything when you swing the golf club. That's not what we're saying at all. But we have to minimize what's going on internally in order to play your best golf. So there's a part of your brain. It's called the prefrontal cortex. It's where your intellect lies. Anytime you're thinking about something, that part of the brain is going to be engaged. Unfortunately, it's going to delay the signal being sent to your muscles. And no matter how good your golf swing is, it's going to delay that signal. And at that point, it's like rolling the dice in Vegas. You have no idea what numbers are going to come up. So it's really important that we start to quiet things down when you're swinging the golf club. So wait, you said that no matter how good your golf swing is. doesn't matter. If you have uh, chatter monkey mind going on, it's not going to work? Nope. Like Las Vegas, man? You ever seen Adam Scott miss at a golf shot? Mm, not much. 
sometimes. I mean, I think he does all the yeah. time, or else he'd be winning every week. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. So even Adam Scott, from time to time, he's going to miss his shots. He's got the prettiest swing in golf. But the reason he's mishitting it, it's not because the swing's breaking down. There's just some type of interference. But that's the thing that none of the golf commentators are talking about. They get him on the biz hub swing vision. Like, oh, you see his right wrist that time? But like, it turned a little bit. That's, like, that's, how, we, that's how we really did it. <laughs> All right. So if you want to get better, you are going to have to learn the skill of being able to quiet yourself down internally. Yeah. So then with the four videos that we have to follow in this series, you're going to start to open yourself up to be able to do different things with the ball. So free swing emotion and quieting your mind down. How can you help our buddies and friends out there learn to quiet down? What tools do you have for them? Yeah, we've got lots of different tools. So it's, it's not as easy as I'm just going to walk up to a shot and I'm just not going to think and swing. Well, unfortunately, that's not going to work very well either because our brains are like scanners. So if you just tell yourself that you're not going to think about anything, what's going to happen is the brain is going to go into scan mode and some random crap is going to jump in there. So it's really important that we're not necessarily thinking when we're swinging, but we're going to sense something. We're going to stay present to something while we swing this golf club. So we've got a bunch of different things here that will work for you today. We're not going to go through all of them, but we're going to go through a couple of them. So where do you start? We could start with the free swinging motion. We did that last week, so we're going to do something different. So uh, here would be an example of something that you could do. You could count while you swing. Anything. One, two, three. Other than breaking it up into bits and pieces and, and chatter. chatter. Yeah, okay. so it's just not going to work. So you could experiment with us home. You could count to three forward or backward. You could do it internally or externally. Yep. What are you going to choose to do here? In your mind or out loud? Uh, I'll do it out loud for everybody at home. So I'm going to start the swing with one. At the top is going to be two. Three is going to be impact. All right, cool. One, two, three. So you weren't thinking about your golf swing, were you? Uh, no. All right, cool. <laughs> so it could be as simple as numbers. You could use numbers to learn to quiet your mind. No. So if we weren't counting, what else could you do? Uh, I could stay present to my hands through the motion. So, you know, we're not going to go down the, the line of like, well, you got to hold it like a baby bird. We're not saying that. What we're saying is, can you just keep your attention on the grip all the way through the motion? So we're just sensing it, right? I'm not thinking about it. I'm not worried like, oh, is this too tight? Is this too soft? That would be thinking about it. I'm just staying present to it. So a good word I like to use is just monitor. Can you pay attention to your grip? All right, and were you able to keep your attention on your grip pressure, your grip? All the way through. Very good, very good. All right, before we call out here, one one last one. So we could use numbers. You could use something that you're feeling, whether it's your hands or your arms, your legs, whatever. Last tool, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to have some fun on this one. I'm going to stay present to the club face. And I'm going to show you. I'm just going to feel the club face all the way through the motion, and I'm going to sense it open at impact. So I'm actually going to make an error here on purpose for all of you at home. So I'm going to stay present to the club face, so I'm going to sense it open. That's it? That's it. All right, here we go. I'm not going to think about how. That's the key here. Don't think about how. Just get into doing. So you can learn to quiet your mind out. And do anything with the golf ball. And do anything with the golf ball. And, and doing this will allow you to engage with the next um, you know, four videos that we have to follow so you can start to make the ball do what you want it to do. Quiet your mind down. We can't emphasize this enough. If you have any questions moving forward, please give us a message and uh, let us know what you'd like to see. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and keep giving Sully and Bogey a hard time.
powered by our presenting sponsor, Hall Financial, and also Tri-Covery Massage and Flexibility. 